0: Welcome to Essence to Essence Insights. This is um, this based on Dr. Zelenko's book, Essence to Essence. This is Saratova Best. We are up to the chapter called Everything, because we said it's in alphabetical order. Chapter in his book called Everything. And I want to um, start by focusing on a little scenario. Um, because it's around, the scenario is going to talk about the question of, you know, Hashem creates light and dark. You know, there's a bracha that says, Baruch HaTashem Kenu blessed as you know, blessed as him, who forms light and creates darkness. Well, that's two opposites. Who makes peace and creates all things? So what we're doing here is we're we're acknowledging the darkness comes from Hashem. He creates dark. He forms light. He creates darkness. That's a whole other question. Why is forming light and creating darkness? But that's not discussed in this chapter, and yet he makes peace between them, and he may, and everything's from him so we're really acknowledging and pra- praising him for bringing into existence all the the good, the bad and the ugly and so, um, and really when Hashem creates the world, as we said it's all of this, it comes through the dark, the good the bad and the ugly, it all comes through Hashem's speech, David tells us about it he says, and the word of Hashem will stand forever. Everything, the world is coming into being every single second from Hashem's speech. So let's go to that little scenario here. And by the way, and how do we feel about that? You know, what do we see? What do you see? You see Hashem's speech creating the world at every single second? I mean, I wish I could say I do, but I don't. So here's a scenario that talks about that. It was the altar of Last, just before the altar ever passed away. And um, the Magad said that that in the last three days before a person gives his Neshama back, before he restores his deposit, the, the, um, the soul that's given to us, we see that the word of Hashem is the very essence of reality and matter. So here's the scene. The Altar Rebbe himself, it was the first few days before his histalkus, before he left the world, and he pointed to the ceiling, there he was with his grandson, the Tzemach His grandson would become the Rebbe, two generations later. So you could say, really, when someone is born and they'll become a Rebbe, they are a Rebbe at, when they're even young. So here is the future Rebbe, the future Nasi the Tzemach and the Altar Rebbe says to him, after Mendel, what do you see? Looking up. And Reb Menachem Mendel said, I see the beams in the ceiling. And his beloved Zayda said, and I see the words of God that are giving them life. Okay. Now, to me, this is a scenario in which kind of there's role play. This is my this is my instinct when I read this story because let's face it you're looking at let's go backwards a bit right now I'm sitting and I'm I'm looking at a lamp in my living room what do I see a lamp and really when you go to buy the lamp you know you may ask the cashier what do you see when you look at this lamp and you, she'll say. Uh, lady, you know, you say, do you see the godly word, the word of God that's creating the lamp at every second? Now, she might say, she might be polite. If it's a male cashier, he might say, you know, lady, I think you've been out in the sun too long. Maybe you need a rest. So from the world's point of view, it's kind of weird. The world was created, you're supposed to look at it, you see a lamp, and that's it. And the world was made by Hashem in such a way that the lamp is saying, there's nothing more than a lamp here. Don't make a whole big thing about this with godly source and godly speech. It's a lamp. Lamp. Do you get it? A lamp. Nothing more. How much was it? Seventy nine ninety nine. Okay. It's a lamp. Don't start to get all spiritual on us. It's a lamp. That's all it is. And maybe you need to buy some light bulb for it. It's a lamp. It doesn't come from anything and it doesn't go anywhere. It's just a lamp. That is the speech of the world. It's just a lamp. It has no source. It has no spiritual source. It has no spiritual output. Lamp. The world says that. Now Chaira says that everything is being created at every single second. By Hashem via through his speech his speech is comprised of the 22 letters of the Alice base, holy letters of the Alice base. so what's happening really keep your eyes right now let's say you if you can fix your eyes now on a lamp or pick anything else in the room maybe the chair i'm looking at the lamp you can substitute the chair so i want you to see it from both points of view On the one hand, it's just a lamp. On the other hand, I want you, if you could, see that the lamp is being, it's coming into being at this very second. And see the speech. Imagine if you could. See the 22 letters being spoken, so to speak, by Hashem, so to speak, creating this lamp and it coming into being. And a a second later, there's a new lamp coming into being. And a second later, another lamp and another. Not that it becomes, it's created again, you know, recreated. It's just like a brand new world, a brand new lamp. Oh, and now it's a brand new lamp. Oh, and now it's a brand new lamp. Oh, and now it's a brand new lamp. This, it's not a noun. It's not, it's not a thing, a lamp. It's an action of creation from nothing to something. This lamp is coming into being and the 22 letters of the Allah space are being formed with, through Hashem's speech at that split second into this lamp and it's being born. And now it's being born again. And now it's being, now it's being born. It's really, I mean, I don't personally picture that, but I, you know, I, I I know the concept. New birth every second. Of the physical world. Now, to really grasp that, you need to be on a different frequency. You can't be on the regular frequency of the world. You look from the frequency of the world, you see a lamp, like there's a lamp. I don't know how much was it 79. Okay, good. Yeah, nice lamp. Very good. Two really different realities. So, in this little scenario between the Altarebbe and the Tzemach you're talking about both Rebbeim. I and mean, the Altarebbe was at that point, the Rebbe. And so, and, and you know, by the way, it says that the Altarebbe was considered Chachma, the Mittlerab was considered Bina, and the Tzemach was considered Das. Das is a very deep integration of godly wisdom in a, in a very grounded way. So now, you're not going to convince me that the tzemach tzedek, who was a Rebbe, would become a Rebbe, is not seeing the godly sparks, the godly emanations, the, the words of Hashem that are giving life to the, to the beings in the ceiling. You're not going to convince me of that. Come on. We're not talking about Ivan here, we're talking about the tzemach tzedek. Of course. Come on, he's born a Tzadik. Of course, the Rebbe, the the Tzimach Tzedek, I'm sure, was able to see the words of Hashem that are giving life to the beam in the ceiling at that second. But my thought, my hypothesis is that in this scenario, because of the different avidahs of the generations, between the Rebbe all the way down to the Tzamech they were, so to speak, playing out a scenario and creating realities through that speech. The Altarebba took on the role of the one who sees the you know, sees the thing coming coming into existence above, way above the physical world. He's way in the spiritual realms. And the tamachtedic is playing the role of the one who sees the physical world. And obviously they're both capable of switching roles. But at that moment, they choose for various reasons to take on the role that they take on. And when we hear about these scenarios It's almost always somewhat for them and also for us. Something's being activated for us, in us, through them, and that's why we hear about the conversation. There are lots of conversations that Rebaim has that we don't ever hear about. They're not for us. This one's for us. So one of the things is, and by the way, remember, if you look at the time frame when it's happening, it's in the last... Days of the nesius of the leadership of 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 the Alter We're going to be switching over from Chachma from the Alter the birth of Pinim to the expans- expansiveness of Pinim through his son, through the integration and grounding of Pinim through his grandson the Samach and then ultimately down to our genera- generation in which it's. You know, we want Mashiach now. T-shirts, etc. Plus plus. So this um, this idea is be- being very much opened up through this conversation. So the question is, what are we supposed to do? I mean, the tr- the real real reality is, forget about what the lamp looks like. The real real reality is. You know, the letters of, of the Alice face and Hashem's speech are creating this lamp at any given second. But Hashem decides to conceal it. By a process called a Simpson. He hides it. He's like, Okay guys, I'm not gonna let you see the letters of the letters the letters of the Alice Face and me speaking them and creating the lamp at that second. I'm gonna make it actually pretty hard to see. And then, guess what I want you to do, guys, says Hashem. I'm going to hide it all, and I want you to reveal it all. I'll hide it, you'll reveal it. All right. Great, it's like a Pesach. We hide the Afi Kaiman, but we want somebody to look for it and find it, let's say. So, for those of us, for those people who hide the Afi Kaiman, hide it so that somebody should look for it and find it. And why does Hashem do this? Why does he hide his speech creating this lamp or these beams in the ceiling? Somehow, that gives us independent existence. He puts us in a world where we don't see that he's doing everything. And therefore, when you don't realize he's doing everything, you can actually think that you're doing everything. That's how easy it is. And he wants that, although it's not true. And he wants us to have a consciousness, not just be, you know, blobs in his existence, but he wants us to feel like I exist and he wants us to have free will. Like, wait a minute, is this a lamp? Is the lamp does the lamp have a source or is it just, it's a lamp? He wants us to struggle with that. And ultimately, he wants us to transform this hiding, the simpsum, and reveal the truth. Go back to the truth. Guess what? Hashem is everywhere, and yes, the real, real thing is Hashem is creating the lamp at any given second. He hides it so we can find it and reveal it. He puts it under wraps, like, I'll hide the Afi and your job is to find the Afi So, very interesting, right? And so, the truth is that um, the letters of the Allah space are the building blocks. Hashem creates the world through these letters. They come before energy and matter, they come before the world. They're the way Hashem reveals his wisdom in the world. Everything is created. He creates the whole world with his thoughts, or with his wisdom. You know how we know, also? Because if you look at the words, if you add up the first letter of every word, it comes to 22. comes to 22. So it's interesting that when Hashem is going to do this, he said, look, we know the truth. Ain't no other, it's just me. But I'm going to hide myself, make an empty space so there can be a world. And then I give you guys the job of struggling with what's really going on in the world. Because I know you have what it takes to reveal the truth. So, Hashem creates a finite world. You know, a chair is a chair, a lamp is a lamp, and they don't switch. If I'm hungry, I don't eat a chair. And if I need to sit, I don't use a sandwich. Hashem creates the world, the spiritual world and the material world, by revealing his infinite wisdom and divine information. Watch this, information. Information transfer comes down from Hashem down here and creates the world. Information transfer, right? Created information transfer, but He does it in two ways, through two different ways, through His name Havaya, and His name Elokim, and He coordinates the two to create this world. And it's always this, like, interplay between Havaya Elokim. We'll see in a second what it is. Like, changing, you know, which one's more dominant, which one's less dominant. When you're seeing only the, the lamp, like, come on, a lamp is just a lamp. You're seeing Elokim. You're seeing just Elokim, the world. When all you see or mostly what you see or feel is the godly animation and everything, you're experiencing Yitke Vavke, so uh, I'll just repeat these words I'm not going to say they're simple but they're interesting. This is the way Dr. Zelenko says it. Hashem uses the name Havaya to download watch this, to download infinite divine information. And then he uses the name Elohim to zip up all that information into a one, a metaphysical singularity. In other words first he brings down all this information from himself, he sends it down through a medium that he calls Habbalah through a transfer system that he calls Habvalah. But you know you know when you try to send a very big you try to email um, a very big file it it doesn't go, you have to send it in a zip file, you have to squeeze tons of information into one little file, but it's a zip file. I don't know how zip files work, but everybody else does. And somehow it's kind of like putting your whole putting your whole house into one suitcase. Right? Or basically everything that you use in your house on a on a daily basis, you put it all into one suitcase. When you take it out of the suitcase, it's like it's, it's all over the place. It's a lot of stuff. How you got all that stuff into one suitcase, I have no idea. But anybody who's a, a good traveler knows how to squeeze tons of stuff from your everyday life into one suitcase. So Hashem, when he wants to send, uh, he's, he's sending down his divine wisdom, his wisdom down here, divine information, through the name, his name, Havayelah. And then he had to put it, so to speak, in a zip file. One little suitcase zip file. And then you know what happens. When somebody sends you a zip file, which has a huge um, file, a lot of information in it, somehow when it gets to your computer from there, however that happens, you unzip the file. Or when you get off the plane and you get to your hotel in your new location, you unzip your suitcase and boom, tons of stuff comes out. You'll never get it back into that suitcase, that's for sure. Like, oh my goodness, that was like half your house squeezed into that suitcase. It all just piles out. It just falls all over the place. That's what Hashem does when he sends down his divine information. He zips it up into one little thing. He uses the name Elohim. That's his zip file, the name Elohim. And then when it gets down here, so to speak, he unzips it and allows the finite divine information to download into this world. To download and then you have a world. Bing! So, as he says, the finite information transfer involves the interplay of Havaya Tata and Elokim. to create I'm just these are hard thoughts but it's interesting to create multiple and unique spiritual states of being and so and this process is repeated it's like zip it up suitcase unload it zip it up uh 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 until it, it goes through many contractions you know put all put all the divine information into one zip file then get it to the next stage unzip it it creates the next world then, great, now you have the next world. Now, take all the divine information from the next world. Put it in a zip file. Zip it through the name Elohim. Boom, down to the next one. It keeps going from world to world to world. Zip, unzip. Put it in a suitcase. Zip, unzip, zip, unzip. Until you finally get down to, it's repeated, until the final destination, this physical world. Okay? The final destination, this physical world. So, that was enough. Tough stuff to to hear. So basically, after that, um, Dr. Zelenko in this chapter is saying, if you look at the difference between science and Taira Lahavdil, Taira is, uh, is an absolute truth. Science is based on, it's always changing based on this new discoveries. The world keeps changing and they keep finding out new stuff. So all the theories keep changing. The theories in Taira don't keep changing because it's based on an absolute truth. The essence of it is based on an absolute truth, whereas science is always changing. So he was just saying that, you know, they have all these theories, the Big Bang Theory and the um, etc. And the everything theory where everything is one a whole. And he says, yeah, it is right. It isn't right. A whole. I'm not going to say I understood all of the scientific stuff. But basically, um even science is sort of coming to the point of starting to recognize that these two things, Havaya and Elohim, eventually they have to come together. So let's say it in a simple way. Havaya is Yidkei Vavkei, Hashem above the world, you know, deeply spiritual, essence true, you know, all that stuff, not in the world. You know, up there in the heavenly realms, making miracles, unlimited, all that stuff. Not in the world. That's Havaya. And Elohim is when Hashem says, let's hide the real stuff and just bring it down into the world. Hashem, like, muted, muted, dumbed down, so to speak, to make a world. I want you to imagine two friends. They're good friends, but wherever they go, they're just the craziest pair. It's like, um, you know, whatever. three stooges. We'll have the Laurel and Hardy. Because one of them, she's like Hashem they Khan like Ah, you know, scream from the rafters, the truth about Hashem. And the other one's always like Shh, 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 shh. Okay, okay, okay. Just you know, these are normal people, speak in a normal way, just be conservative. Imagine those two friends. So that's like Havaya, the, the name of Hashem. On that level, when Hashem is expressing himself as Havaya, he's like screaming the truth from the rafters. Screaming out. Screaming it out to the world. Screaming it out, the truth. That's when he wants to scream the, world, the truth out. He, he, he acts like Havaya. Yutchei and besides screaming out the truth, he makes miracles and breaks the laws of nature and all these showy things and infinite and all this stuff. And then when he wants to create a world, he says, Okay, let's 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 just be conservative. Like we don't have to tell all the secrets about Hashem. Just you know, shh tone it down, dumb it down, you know, godliness for dummies, one oh one oh two. You know, just dumb it down or just, just hide yourself. He says to himself, let's, let's, let's hide a little bit. Go under wraps and we will be able to create a lamp and a chair and walls and a door. And they will be so effective that no one will know, says Hashem, that I even exist. You can go to Home Depot, look at the door, bring it to, check the checkout show it to the cashier and she'll ring it up as i don't know how much is the door 326 dollars and she will not faint from the amount of godliness that she sees invested in this door she won't faint at all how does she manage to not faint oh my goodness ma'am are you not looking at this door why are you not fainting she said, why should i faint we sell these doors all day long I know, but you see the godly force in it. And she's like, hot outside, right? Yeah. Uh, do you have air conditioning at home? Yeah. Why don't you use it? <laughs> she thinks you're nuts. She thinks you're nuts. So that's how good a job Hashem did at creating the world through his name, Elohim. You know, just like, Shut, keep it all under, keep it quiet. They don't have to know so much about me. They don't have to see me at all. And we're thinking, Hashem, so why did, like, what do you need this for? He said, oh, wait, wait. Hey, you guys. You, B'nai Yisrael, Yidin, Jewish people. I want to give you the job of doing what I don't want to do. I'm creating a world where you don't see me. And I'm giving you the job to reveal me in this world where you don't see me. Good luck. We're like, thanks, Hashem. (laughs) I'm sure you'll do fine. Says Hashem, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll do fine, and that's our job. And so, how do we do it? We say, like Hashem is like these two friends. Like she wants to scream it from the rafters, the truth, and the other one says, okay, let's just let's just be quiet, a little conservative. You don't have to, you know, un- ruffle people's feathers. How do these two friends get together? Or in this case, Hawaii and Elohim. They can't. It's like husband and wife, you know. He's like, he's the, you know, he says shh, and she's like, no, we have to tell everybody the truth. Right? How do these two friends get together? How do they stay together? Very simple. On this frequency, they can't. Down here in this world, they can't. On a higher frequency, of course, they can. All those things that are impossible down here in this world become totally possible when there's a paradigm shift on a higher frequency. How do you know? Because, let's see, because of the zip file. Like before there was such a thing as a zip file, which we just talked about, if you wanted to, you know, there's no such thing as a computer. So if you wanted to write your friend a letter, you know, how many pages can, you know, you want to write her a 400-page letter, what I've been doing the past three months in my life, and I want you to know everything, it would take you forever to write it, and you would have to send a special delivery, and she's in Australia, and you would have to send it by boat, and it wouldn't be in an envelope, it would be in a box, and you have to make sure it gets there, and it doesn't fall in the water, and it doesn't get wet, and a whole bunch of stuff. And now, you send it to her as a zip file, and she gets it in under a minute, or instantaneously. How's that possible? It takes time to write a letter. It takes time to send a letter. It takes time to all the stuff we said. Ah, that's on the lower frequency. On the higher frequency, the zip file, the computer system, and more complex stuff, technology, it's... There's, It's instantaneous, so the impossible becomes possible once you move to a higher frequency. So, on a higher frequency, Havai and ElaKim go together perfectly, and Hashem says like this: "Hey guys, guess what? Now that you found out that these two things on a higher frequency can go together, these two parts of me can go together on a higher frequency. I invite you, the Jewish people, to unify me." Those two aspects of me all the time, which means you have got to stay on the higher frequency. Good luck, and that's why one of the reasons why, at the end of Yom Kippur, we say at the in the last seconds, the holiest day of the year, when we're really we've stepped into a space of being totally one with Hashem, we say Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, Baruch Shem and then we say seven times. Vayolekima, Seven times. Roshana Why? At that moment, when we've reached the apex, or the year of our union with Hashem, and our union of our capabilities, and the job that He gave us to do, we start to unify them. And when we've unified one, we go to a higher level and create a higher unity. That's why we say it a second time. And then we did it. And we go to the next one and we say it again because we're now going to a higher level. Level after level, seven levels. And of course that that leads automatically to the Shana Bab Yerushalayim. That is the gateway to Geula and to being in Eretz Yisrael. So So, And I'll end off with this little um, scientific part. He's talking about gravity and other forces, and he's saying it looks like, I'll, I'll leave it out because it's more complex information, but it looks like all of science is moving in that direction. Slowly, you know, they go forward and they move backwards. But the whole world is starting to come to a recognition of this this dynamic, Havaya Hualakim that there's only one thing to do in life. used to be just our job. Everybody else got to eat, drink, and be merry. Yay. And the Jewish people were busy unifying Hawaii with Elohim, one of the reasons they didn't like us. They're like, you know, when they're at the bowling alley eating their burgers and fries and we're busy unifying Hawaii and Elohim, doesn't make us too popular. We were like the nerds of the world and they didn't like, you know, they didn't like us. Now they're starting to like us because they're starting to say, hey, this is amazing. You know you know what's an amazing thing to do? Science says, and they don't, again, have the words, but science says, and they say in their fancy scientific language, it's all one. And then they look around and say, anybody, is there anybody who can give us more information about that? And somebody says, yeah, the Jewish people, they've been saying this forever. And they're like, I always wondered what they were saying. Seriously? They've been saying that stuff? How do they know that stuff? Uh It's called Tyrus Emmis. Oh, wow. Hey, maybe they can teach us something. You know, like they say, I think in Japan, they they people are into learning Gemara or something like that, and they figured out that we know it. So as it says in Yemaisa Mashiach, they're going to want to grab onto our citizens and say, teach me. Teach me. Guide me. You know the truth. You always knew the truth, we just we weren't so happy about it. We are now. And we want to be guided by you because we understand that you're guided by Hashem. And so when we step into that space of being one with Hashem and they sense in us no ego but pure godliness they want to sit at our feet and drink from the wisdom of Hashem. And from that to create a new world. The world that is created from the wisdom of Hashem, as we said just before. And we understand that newer and newer and newer worlds are created every single second from the wisdom of Hashem and the word of Hashem. And we were designed to be the leaders in the world in bringing everybody to this consciousness and guiding them. So may we step into our role with pride. With dignity, with confidence, with humbleness, with, as we said about Dr. Zelenko, is here to teach us how to be courageous, because it takes courage to step into that role. How to be determined. Yeah, there will be moments when it's not going to be so easy. He did it. He stood up on stages and said, we need to have God consciousness. That's what he said. And He said, all the evil, he said, the evil I've seen in the past year, wow, never would have believed it in a million years. There are a lot of hindrances. You, know, you need to be courageous and you need to be determined. And you need to stand for truth. The truth is Habayu And from that it enables us to do the fourth thing that we say he was able to do to be so effective in healing the world. May we step into that role fully. May we have Mason Hakitsuran of of Zel Wolf Zev. Ben, um Ben Aron should come back, work with us to bring the world to the deepest consciousness of Havayo Lakin immediately now. In the Gula Meets, now.